You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete floors to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud And it's good morning from the concrete gang, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed oh. and... Sitting in the sun on a very pleasant Friday, recording this show for Sunday morning. Good morning, Campo. Good morning, Gorilla. Good morning, Warren. How good is it? Broncos lost the first game. NRL's kicked oh, listen, back mate, off. I'm sports editor, mate. <laughs> oh, I've jumped in. And by the way, we're lucky we haven't got the show started. He started counting us in by th- from 30. We could, yeah. have, we could have the show finished by now. Please. More rocket science. We keep slipping, don't we? Oh, mate. Listen, just because he give you a free beanie this morning doesn't mean you have to be nice to him. And then he grizzled about it. He grizzled about it. He's never, I tell you what, he's only, I paid he, a membership and I've never even seen the game. He grizzled if he tripped over a gold nugget. Fair dinkum. <laughs> right. Yes, it's the Concrete Gang, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and coming to you on Community Radio 3CR every Sunday morning at this time. And if you miss it now, what do you do? Get on get the podcast. Podcast. Or on the Facebook yeah, and if you miss a podcast, what do you do? Listen to the plumbers, because the plumbers copy everything we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the old Julie, the old Paris, pa- Paris, Paris, oh, oh yeah, yeah. They listen to the old gang and they copy us. The only yeah. bloke, good old Goober wouldn't do that, the old Fred Astaire, but anyway. Right. A special cheerio to the plumbers, God love them. Yeah, you've got to love them. And uh, they're having a few blues at the moment, as yeah. they should. I think and... they've got their EBA up too. And they're having arguments with the master plumbers about uh, a very modest claim that they've made, and the uh, we'll get on to this in a bit more detail. But and good on they've them. been asked to freeze wages. I think they've got three, three, and four or something, oh. haven't they? Or? Well, there was they've been talking been to Sally, discussing, and uh, clearly, Frozen Three, which was mentioned last week's show, uh, might have been a uh, quite accurate prediction rather than a simply a rumour. Because let's face it, folks, this week there's been lots of talk about all the sacrifices 
that working people are going to make for the interests of the country. Oh, we'll let the Labor hide. We're going to get on to that. Mate, he- we'll get on to that in a minute. How good Scott Morris is. We're going to bring everyone together, look after the union movement, and we'll work together, and we'll be all this. And, you know, he's just unbelievably... Like a show bag full mate, of shit. Even <laughs> in peacetime, your enemy is your enemy, and that man is our enemy. It, and Correct. that is it. And just, just one thing that came out this week, and I'm not a fan of the Labor Party, but they did highlight one issue that I think is all part of this process of trying to destroy wages and conditions. Penalty rate cuts took place in the hospitality industry on the basis that it was going to create more jobs. And how many even did it create? Before, and even before the pandemic, it created nothing. There's less jobs now in hospitality without the pandemic than there was when penalty rates were being paid. So that tells me that there's going to be a lot of shit before this is over, but we need to keep the struggle going because what have we got to sell? Our labour. And uh, you get the best price you can for your labour, the best condition you can get, you do it it with health and safety and... That's a good result, but at the moment, I just sort of a good pushback. Po- a good policy for the for the liquor trade union too. They should put up a, I don't know, some sort of a, a pamphlet or sticker on, on any any pubs uh, windows that they're paying the right money and getting the right rates. And, and if they did that, we'd drink there, wouldn't we? Hey, and if, if they're not getting that, we wouldn't. Yeah. We need to start looking at that'd be a good that'd be a good idea, wouldn't it? Australian made products as well and supporting our own exactly. industry. Exactly, you know Australian made I mean? products. Yeah. You did mention, Gorilla, the issue about labour hire. It there did. was a decision handed down in the federal court that says uh, that if you are in a labour hire situation but you are doing regular, predictable work and they pay you 25%, they've still got to pay you a holiday pay, personal leave on top. Because all this casual stuff through labour hire has been an opportunity to save money. And people have been working... Opportunity to make money. Oh, please. And take money. But anyway, it's all that happened. The uh, Federal Court handed down a decision. And uh, I might say that our Mining and Energy Division uh, have done a good job in pursuing the matter. And now they are going to pursue a class action against uh, WorkPAC. And uh, that could involve up to 3,000 coal miners around Australia, and uh, it's about time unions got on the front foot, so congratulations to the Mining and Energy Division, and uh, in the construction industry, how many people working for labour hire companies are working every day, eight hours plus overtime, and really, if you look at the cost structure, it's saving builders a whole lot of money, till such time as they have to pay for the annual leave and personal leave on top. Okay, folks, that's the story we're going to keep following. And uh, we also need to mention that uh, this week Hmm. was a momentous week because all the bosses got reminded this union exists and we've sent out the uh, notice to start negotiation on the EBA. All the preliminary talks, all the discussions that have gone around the industry have got nowhere So now the paperwork has been issued and each employer received by registered mail uh, one, a notice to negotiate and two, the rep rights notice that needs to be distributed to their employees. 
Beautiful. So, and obviously, I've had a few employers ringing up, whinging, oh, what's this about? Well, you've put your reps rights out so we can get fair income about your EBA and get the business done and move on. You know, sitting there whinging, oh, 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 playing fucking tiddly winks, let's get it on. And the simple fact is that in this industry, a bit different from others, but in this industry, if the boss hasn't got, whether it's a builder or a sub, he hasn't got some predictability in terms of wage rates and conditions, then how can they price jobs? And otherwise, there will be, at some point, a blue with protected action and all the rest of it. This is the opportunity, as it always is every few years, to negotiate a deal which sets the wages and conditions, gives predictability, and thereby cuts out a lot of the bullshit that goes on around the edges of this industry. Without an ABA. So if you haven't got your reps right, see your shoppy on the job because they should be starting to get put out to the... When do we start sticking the boots in them? 21 days. (laughs) (laughs) I'll mark it down in my diary now. (laughs) Righto. Now, we should also mark down in your diary that we are now three weeks down the track from your story about CIP. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. So, um, actually, I mean, I'll make Camper. He was involved in that. And, uh, yeah, out out at... um, out of what you say, well on the road there, CIP, at the old Peters factory, yeah, building a building, and they had a collapse with a cantilevered uh, steelwork, formwork, which about oh, three or four metres and about 50 metres long, collapsed, you know, fell down, the blokes wrote it down, no one got hurt and all that, but there's been a massive inquiry why, why that happened, and... and, and God love them. I think three days later they want to pull the same thing, but it was up about five levels. I said, "Hang on a minute. We don't know what happened to the last one. This one, anyway. That's that's um, that's uh, taking three weeks to get cleared. So I think the boys might be pouring it this morning, and hopefully that all goes well. We've had we've had an independent looking at an independent independent another bloke looking at him. So just to be sure, to be sure, to be sure that it's all good. So um, yeah, so. The boys did a good job out there, the Anglo shop steward and and um, and uh, yeah, it was and the backup from uh, Anglo boys. So yeah, it was. You're not giving me much here, can no, you? I was, yeah. I was looking at something. Sorry, I was going is, to that beanie, is that beanie too tight in your head or what? You know, well, finally got something. But oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. taken a bit to get the next slab though, hasn't it? Has three, yeah, three weeks. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's just another example of what goes on these you know, these engineers, and that's still. Uh, signing things off and still have an accent, so it's a bit of a worry. And on that score, we should uh, just mention, because they're going to get nominated in Scallywags, Hickory and their precast issue, because it's all the same problem. Yeah, we've had a... Hickory have started doing their own precast, so we've had a few issues in their yard about the precast, and there was an issue in their yard that was picked up. The frames they bring the precast on have to be engineered and have to have compliance plates, and they can't be damaged because they're plant... Well, we found it on a job three weeks later and nothing had changed. So we had issues with the precast. And then as we investigated more and we went through the shop drawings and all that to see what you have to, what the precast panel is supposed to be, the lifters were actually 300 mil out. So they weren't on the plan, they were actually 300 mil away from what they were supposed to be. And it was a sort of window, you know, a door. So you've got strong backs through it. So when it does a break or move, well, they'd actually made up clips and put like, uh, metal pole, metal, what do you say, metal 
rack through, but it actually wasn't bolted or engineered direct be, to the panel as it was supposed to be, as the purge drawing. It'd be better if this was television, wouldn't they? They'd understand what yeah, you're Yeah, because I'm actually talking with my hands. You are, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway. Very eloquent. Yeah. Um, Good job. So we're out there Saturday and all Friday. So it doesn't matter whether they're big operators, small operators. There's nothing but issues when it comes to precast, comes to engineering things properly, and these people are registered builders. Mm. Anyway, we should at this point have a bit of a break and uh, we should recognise that this week has been... Well, sorry, sorry, in an, uh, Australia, when celebrating Australia when we said sorry to the Indigenous brothers and sisters for all the things we did wrong. So, on the 26th, so, Yofu Indi, Treaty.
we're back now and uh, hope you enjoyed that. Bloody good song, that isn't it? Great song. Doing something more to put in First Nation people into a position where they've got some uh, economic independence, some uh, health uh, support, especially as proved very recently with the pandemic. Some communities are more susceptible than others and there needs to be a lot more done right across the board there. But anyway, let's keep it going, folks. Now, Campo, there's another nation that uh, deserves to be mentioned, the nation of plasterers. Oh, at the moment, obviously, we're getting a lot of information and we're going through because we're cracking down on the plasterers. I've got one at the moment, Empire Commercial Plastering. They've got 40 people on the job and 17 registered with the funds. So at the moment, we're going through all that, making sure they're getting what they're entitled to. And also, uh, we're also rolling out a new Inkerlink app where you have a digital card with your photo and identity on your phone so we know who it is. Because we get a lot of people trying to cheat the system by swapping tickets around. Well, that should bring that to a stop straight away, hopefully. Yes, and... uh... Clearly, there is in that company some question marks about how many people are actually on the payroll and how many people have been brought in on various sham arrangements. And obviously, too, Mm. they quote a job, they don't have to pay the money, it's a profit on top of a profit. And they're probably getting the JobKeeper as well, let's be honest. Well, funny you should mention that. Because JobKeeper is, as... The concrete gang predicted has turned into an absolute shambles. We did predict that first here. And uh, just one little case, which is adding to the uh, issues that we're facing. BRD is a uh, concreting company. G'day, Dave. Oh, uh, Dave. Oh, God, yeah, Dave and your mates at the NBA. On JobKeeper, oh, I'll pay them 750 bucks a week. No worries. Well, the only trouble is they're working three days a week and they would get more than 750, 750 bucks for the three days. So how come they're copping a pay rise as well as the two-day stand-down? So if that is what the legislation is, what the hell did the ACTU agree to and what the hell did the Labor Party vote for when the matter was put through the Parliament? The questions keep coming and coming, and unfortunately for our members at BRD and other places, the legals are going to get involved in this, and I would imagine that all these matters will end up in the Fair Work Commission, the Federal Court, and Christ knows where. And it won't solve your problem, folks, as quickly as it should. And uh, we may have to look at highlighting this in other ways. Sorry. You cheat people, we're not going to walk away. Righto, you wanted to uh, raise another issue? Oh, yeah. Well, the other week, for the first time, I, I gave blood, donated blood for the first time, and I was just on oh, the job. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like getting blood out of a stone. It, 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 no, it wasn't like getting money out of my wallet. Was it like your wallet? Was it like your wallet? Hey? No, no. But it ticked upside down, wouldn't they shake you? They did, he but... Went, he went there for the cup of tea and the biscuit. No, regular when I stuck in the middle, it was like... <laughs> That's I was frank. But anyway, I've donated blood for the first time, which 
you know, if you look at the statistics, donating blood one off, you can save free lives every 83 days. And they send you a message to say your blood has been used here and here and there. And I was actually talking about it to a member on a job. That, that I was actually talking about it to a member on the job, and he actually gets blood all the time because he'd lost his spleen. So obviously at the moment the Red Cross are looking for blood, so get in and donate. It's, you know, go online. I'll put the link on Facebook for us. And, you know, the more we give, the better because... We've got, uh, you know, we've got importing blood from overseas because we don't have enough of our own. They're looking for O positive and O negative as well. So if you've got those types, especially, and if you give plasma, you can save free loss every 26 days. So Yeah, very good point there, um, my old mate Campo. Yeah, I've been giving blood for quite a while now, but I haven't done it for a few years because they moved the one from South Melbourne, but I'll, I'll have to get back on it with you. And I've done it for, as I said, oh, Oh, geez, a long time, 30 years or something, whatever You it look is. like you're giving it a lot of blood. I have, mate, yeah. Imagine how big it would have been without that. <laughs> so anyway, but it is it is good. I mean, when you think about a lot of members of ours, and even, even the great man Kamo needed a fair bit of blood with his illness, and I think our, our, our good mate, uh, 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 what's his name, this bloke here? Warren, Warren. Warren, I think he needed a little, little bit of lovely too when he was... That's when I stopped giving him on you. He wanted it, you know, but anyway. <laughs> but no, nah, look, all jokes aside, I mean, you never know, and unfortunately, you never know when it, someone you, you love or whatever could, could need a fair bit of blood. So we, we, we think everyone should get along there. It's, it's a painless thing, and... And to give yeah. um, plasma and that, I used to give plasma, and it take, just takes a bit longer. But it's, and the staff there are unreal. They're the staff are great. I heard you cried too. I did. But yeah. well, I, was, well, I told right. you that off air, so you didn't right, say sorry, it on air. But, right, right. And the other thing is, some people... Well, I cry every week that I do this show. <laughs> <laughs> and, but just go online and have a look at it. If you don't have line, ring up and ask some questions and all that, because some people think they're ineligible, and they actually are. So there's a lot of myths about what you... you know. We should get a concrete gang... Um, Blood giving gang or something. I don't think they've got enough seats. Not enough seats? Right, Just think of our motley crew. Oh my God. Oh, there we go. They'll probably say we're right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the security guards on the door to keep us out, not in. You get right, though. Sally Wags. We've got we quite a that? few this morning, folks. I've just got one through on the uh, text. Corplex out in Dandenong and the list of issues. No defined. Access, egress through the, throughout the site, no emergency lighting, no roof evacuation procedures, ladder access, no scaffold stairs to the roof. It goes on, mate. It's one of the longest texts I've ever received. And, uh, I can't be we've got five minutes, 30 left, so... Well, you, you get on with it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, Corplex <laughs> are getting nominated. You're nominating... Uh, Campo Empire Commercial. Empire Commercial, obviously, with the compliance issues. We've got a nomination for Viva. The, old, the new name for the old Shell refinery in uh, Geelong, who have decided that all subcontractors who get on the shutdown that's coming up there don't have to pay and will not be reimbursed for any penalty rates, including overtime, shift allowance, etc., etc. They must be talking to Sally. The frozen. Uh, Premier Cranes. Oh, oh, please. They've been docking blokes. If they do more than uh, five days... Uh, of inclement weather, they're docking them. I and D. Yeah, they've been they've been caught trying to do a bit of labour hiring for Hacer. Hacer, there's a few getting laid off at the moment. And they're yeah, putting blokes off. Hacer. Putting, yeah, yeah. putting blokes off, and now I and D's trying to pick up the can. You know what I mean? But obviously, one, you know, there's two directors there. They'll be tied pretty close to I and D, I reckon. Yeah, Vinny, come on, mate. You better have a look at that, Vinny. We'll be on there. Righto, Hickory. Hickory, Hickory, Hickory Diggory Dog. Precast. And 
Shifty with the Tyler. And uh, out at uh, Capital, not Capital, the uh, company that starts with C, but Capital, the company that starts with K, are employing Chris Trimble, who refused to call an ambulance when a truck driver was involved in an accident uh, about a week ago and broke his elbow, etc., etc., wouldn't call the ambulance. Come on, Chris. Chris, that's pretty low, Chris. And BRD, obviously the problems with JobKeeper, and uh, Steve Ty from Keynes. Oh, oh, please. But apparently we're, we're just big note in ourselves. We, we thought it might be a good idea at, um, at Monash Hospital just to put a banner up and, and thank, the, thank the staff and the frontline workers uh, who have been trying to look after the Victorian community from this uh, horrible virus, corona. And they walked past the boys every day and they were talking to the boys and they said, you'd be nice just to put something up, thank them. I said, great idea. Thought it was a great idea till you talk to Keynes, you know, of course. They, and their argument was, oh, we'd like to stay under the radar. Well, that's fine, Keynes, but, but, but uh, we thought it'd be a nice thing just to do, but obviously they don't, you know, Keynes, you know, type of people they are. Righto, who are we going for with Scallywag? Jesus, well, not calling the ambulance on a bloke who broke broke their leg. That's that's pretty. Oh, that's Break his arm. That's cost saving. I mean, you know, a, you know, you can understand. But no lost time. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll never forget years ago. Where was it? Bill Corp. Yeah, a boat. One of the bosses was there on an RDO. He fell off. He fell off one of the the roof trusses. Broke his leg, and the boss threw him in the back of a ute and drove him to the hospital in the ute. At least he got him there. Good bloke. Oh, good, good Christian bloke. They reckon it was only broken in one place, but by the time he got there, it was about four <laughs> places. But anyways. Yeah, right, I, 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 well, I reckon Chris Trimble. Yeah. We're going with Chris. Uh, he was I, ex-Molyplex, wasn't he? Yes, ex-Molyplex. Oh, yeah. um, I think, though... Oh, and there's been, a, there's been a sacking, too. AJ's gone. Yes. AJ has left, uh, left the building. A, left the building. For multiplex. multiplex and yeah. I'm told there is at various major builders around Victoria uh, quite a bit of bloodshed going on. Oh, okay. Righto. Suki Lala. Oh, well, Steve. 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 I'd well, have to say, Canes have probably got it overall, everyone, but they've got individuals that jump up every all the time for Suki Lala and fucking Scallywag, don't yeah. they? Different directors. I've heard they all they all get paid to come in Sunday, sit around at the board table, <laughs> listen to the concrete gang. Hello, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is shout out. Eating their cucumber sandwiches and drinking tea. They'd be triangle cut cucumber sandwiches, wouldn't they? Yeah. Right. So. That's the concrete gang for this week. We'll go out the same old way. Dare the struggle. Dare the win. If you don't fight, you lose. The body from the concrete gang, and we're going to go out with uh, Sophomore, which is a little band, uh, young Shelley Kennedy. The Kennedys are big listeners to this show and have been for a long time, so every time the band gets together and does a new song, we're playing it, but... I haven't really heard it all the way through. Oh, just play it. Stop making excuses. Oh, I just want to say happy birthday to Taco James Wilson. Happy 40th birthday, one of our shoppies. I can't breathe with all this information thrown at me. This is the war that we've all 
been waiting for So don't turn on your radio We're gonna rise, we're gonna rise Don't listen to those TV shows listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.